Welcome to Saturday Night Live. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Olivia. You can call me Liv. You can call me Olivia, whatever works for you. I hope you guys have had a freaking great week. I am a bit exhausted because I'm currently in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania, in a random hotel. (laughs) So I am going to New York to visit my boyfriend this week for a couple of weeks. And I'm not going to lie to you, I literally got so scared to fly because I know, like I personally know a handful of people who have gotten COVID after flying and I feel like it just hit too close to home. Like you hear stories on the news and you're like, oh, well, you know, that could happen to anyone or, you know, everyone's flying. I know a bunch of people who are flying and they're totally fine. But then it started turning into like my sister's boyfriend's roommate got it from flying and another friend got it from flying and here and there and then I'm just hearing things and I'm like okay well I'm not flying so I literally drove for the first time think about this the first time in like three years this is the longest drive I have ever driven because I lived in New York City obviously for the last three years and I did not have a car and I took the subway everywhere and I got very comfortable with that And even when I went home like for breaks or not breaks because I guess I was not like in college but when I went home for visiting and for over Christmas and whatever I still never drove because or I guess I drove like short distances but I never really drove on the highway. I just kind of lost my touch but my dad was so nice and he he revived my car my Subaru if anyone knows me you know that I have had my Subaru since I turned like 15 I think and um it was a gift from my grandparents and I I love I freaking love that car it's a Subaru Legacy like circa 2000 early 2000s (laughs) it's nothing fancy but my dad like took it into the shop and got it revived and everything but then it was making this really weird noise so then I ended up taking my sister's car anyway long story short I am now in the middle of Pennsylvania I made it about halfway to New York so New York from from Cincinnati to New York City it's about 10 hours so I made it to a halfway point in Pennsylvania about five hours away so I've got another five hours to do tomorrow and then I will be in New York City tomorrow sometime in the afternoon I am so excited to go back you guys it's so funny because when I went when I left New York I moved out in May and I was emotional like I was crying and then once I left the city I was like oh my gosh I feel so good about that this was the right decision I was ready to go I was ready to leave and I just felt like it was right like you know when you leave a place and you feel like you're gonna miss it like a vacation that you had an amazing time and you're gonna miss it and you feel nostalgic already I was I felt nostalgic driving into New York and like moving my things out but when I was driving out of the city I felt like just something in my soul felt right it was like you're not you're you're good you're done and that's really how I felt but over the months that I've been living at home you guys know I've debated like moving to California and then me and my friend found a place and then I didn't go to California and then I decided to save money and stay home but um yeah so and I ended up staying home and that's where I'm living right now but I keep having this itch to like go back to New York and every single day I get on Zillow (laughs) let me know if you're the same bitch because I get on Zillow every single day and I'm like I narrow it down to just um places that have been posted within the last day because I literally check Zillow every single day it's like therapy to me honestly laying on Zillow uh, laying in bed scrolling Zillow and laying in bed and scrolling Pinterest are like my two 
possibly unique things that I like to partake in. <laughs> and um, I just really enjoy it. So anyway, I used, or not that I used to, I still do it. I, I was always like over quarantine. I've been going on Zillow and looking at places in California and how I can live close to the beach and all of these things. And then um, that didn't really happen. And I, I think maybe part of me feels like California is a bit out of reach. And I, I hate feeling like that. But I'm like, I can't imagine being that far away from my family. How would I do that far of a drive? Blah, blah, blah. Like there's so many logistical things about California that don't make sense right now that New York could be so much. E- like I know New York's still a 10 hour drive, but like I can drive it. I can drive it on my own. And um, I, I have friends there. I have my grocery store there. I have um, like just a life in New York, you know, and I think, sorry if you hear the air conditioning in the background, I'm, I cannot figure out how to control this air conditioning in the hotel room right now, um, but I, anyway, I have a life in New York, and that's why I kind of, I hope I wasn't saying the wrong words, yeah, New York, I have a life in New York, and I just, I don't know, it's, I'm having a bit of trouble giving it up, but I think this trip is going to be really good for me, because one, I'm going to see my boyfriend, and it's our three-year anniversary, and I cannot believe we've been dating for three years, that is so freaking weird, I think I started this podcast maybe a year after we started dating, or maybe when we first started dating, I literally, I don't even remember at this point, but um, I'll have to look back on that, I don't even remember what year I started this podcast, um, but anyway, I, um, yeah, I, I'm going to see him for that, and then there, it's also a friend's birthday, and they're having, like, a small, um, safe, socially distanced get-together, and then also, we have a friend who's getting married outdoors in a park, socially distanted, social distancing thing, <laughs> so yeah, um, that's, that's kind of what I'm up to in New York, and other than that, I'm just hanging out, on, and I, Oh my god, I'm like stuttering a lot. I'm sorry. I'm so tired. I drove five hours and I'm sitting in a random ass hotel room and I just want to, <laughs> I'm like, I just want to go to bed. <laughs> I wanted to record this podcast though because I'm, I am committed. I am committed. Um, what was I saying? I, this, oh my god, I feel like this podcast freaking sucks already. This, you know how you just have a good episode and then you have a bad one? This could just be a bad one. This could be a flop. But I, I want, I really do want to talk about how New York has kind of been coming back up into my mind. So, I have been debating moving to New York and then I didn't want to tell my boyfriend because I didn't want to get his hopes up if I was moving back or not or if I was staying home or if I was moving to a new city and then we would freak out about that and blah 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 but I have been looking at places on Zillow and you guys the amount that the rent has gone down in New York is absolutely astronomical it is crazy to me that when I, let, let's say six months ago, when I was looking to possibly get my own studio apartment in New York, I was looking at paying anything $2,500 and up, $2,500 a month and up to have my own studio apartment in the city. Um, and I did have some, you know, bougie qualifications. Like I really did want a doorman building. I wanted amenities like a gym and a rooftop and all of those sorts of things. And I know you hear that and think it's bougie, but I'm telling you, in New York, you don't get as much bang for your buck, obviously, as you would elsewhere. So like, yes, my roof looked amazing and it w- the rooftop really was amazing, but our gym was is really run down in the building I lived in for the last couple of years. Um, the door, there wasn't actually like a doorman. There was just like a front desk guy who, and then there was like a package room. Those are the kind of things that matter to me. And I think like safety especially is really important to me. And especially when I'm living alone, I just want to be able to sleep at night knowing that 
I'll I'm safe because I'm on a high up floor and there's an elevator and there's someone who's staying at the front desk so I just know that I'm really safe I'm also literally in this oh my god I'm so scared (laughs) I'm literally in this hotel alone and I keep hearing like banging in the hallway and it's not making me feel great but the door is locked so I guess I'm fine if this is my last podcast ever um thanks for listening (laughs) and I'll talk to you next week just kidding um so I yeah anyway I've been looking at places on Zillow and I used like six months ago I almost got a studio apartment in my building for a deal because there was this girl who was going to sublet it to me for the net effective price that she got it for so it was originally like a 26 or 2700 dollar a month apartment with a beautiful view of the Hudson River and the Statue of Liberty just like I had in my old place but a studio it was like the studio apartment version of the bedroom that I had in my old place in New York. It was just the studio apartment version of the apartment I had before. And so um, she was going to rent it to me for 2300 a month because that's the deal. She got signing like a two and a half year long lease or something like that. And she had lived there for like a year and a half and was done with it. So she was going to rent it to me for 2300 a month. And I literally was in the midst of texting with her and they had even sent me over the sublease agreement and all of those things to sign so I could... This was six months ago. So this was literally right before the pandemic hit. And um, so I could sign and sublease from her and it would be all official. And then my dad was like, let's just wait on it a little bit longer. Um, because, you know, we have all the way... I think I was supposed to move in in like May or something. And he's like, we have all the way until May. And it's only, what was it, like March, I think? Or yeah, it was March, like the end of March. He's like, let's wait just a little bit longer before we sign. I go home in March to visit my family. The pandemic hits and I basically like didn't leave home since then. And so the only time I left the house was to go to New York and move out of my apartment. So thank God, like seriously, thank you to Jesus Christ himself that I did not sign that sublease because I would have been stuck with a lease and then not have my I lost my nanny job and so well I still have my nanny job if I want it back now that they moved back to New York City but I lost my nanny job at the time and that just would have been really really shitty if I had to pay for an expensive rent in New York and didn't have a nanny job so I'm so so freaking glad that I didn't sign that but what's funny now is that looking at the rent in New York City I can get that same exact apartment for like less than two thousand dollars a month like they have apartments in my building with no view but just like a studio apartment for seventeen hundred dollars a month you guys like that to me I can't even wrap my brain around the idea that there could be a studio apartment available oh my god I keep hearing things out in the hallway I'm so scared (laughs) why is it freaking me out so bad are these walls soundproof by the way like do people know I'm just sitting here blabbing I don't know I really don't. Can the whole hotel hear me? Is someone banging on my door? Anyway, um, I just can't wrap my brain around the fact that I can live in my building that I loved so much in downtown, the financial district, have a water view and or some, I guess a lot of them don't have a water view, but to have all the amenities that I want and live in that area in the financial district that I love, like to have all those things for $1,700 a month, like that's legitimately affordable. It's not such a stretch like the old rent that I was going to pay was like 
the old rent that I was going to pay, I would not be building my savings. I And it wouldn't be a smart financial move. It genuinely would have been to experience living in a really cool apartment for one year, but not having a lot of savings, where now I could do that and still have savings and be a responsible, normal adult. <laughs> um, let me know, by the way, I feel like I don't have any friends like this who are willing to like put their savings on the back burner to experience life and I know I think that what it is now that I'm learning is that you can have both and I've kind of manifested both for myself now with this new job that I got and I'm like picking up on more and more hours and I'm with living at home I've been saving so much money which is so amazing um anyway yeah that was my little rant so yeah I'm in Pennsylvania I'm going to New York and I'm kind of debating like should I go tour some apartments while I'm in New York I think that they are doing tours that you can do but they don't have someone come along with you so they just give you a key or let you know which apartment or floor to go to and then you can tour the apartment on your own so I'm like my boyfriend totally offered to take me into the city if I want to go look at some places because obviously he wants me to move back to New York and stay there so I'm debating if that would be a safe option or not let me know what you guys think if any of you toured places in a city like toured apartment buildings during the pandemic let me know what you think I'm also just like if this pandemic is going to continue, do I really need to be getting an expensive apartment? But then at the same time, like I love my family to pieces. They mean so much to me, but I, for the life of me, have to get out of there. I literally have to get out of there because I'm going freaking insane. Like I, I love them so much, but the fact that I have no privacy, I am realizing I'm such a freaking introvert because I get juiced and like energized off of being alone. Like I just need my space. I need to be alone. And that's what gets me thrilled. And when I walked into this Hampton Inn, <laughs> into this dirty hotel room, I thought to myself, wow, it's so nice to be alone right now. And I started laughing to myself. Like I was so happy. I started laughing. And I feel like that's just kind of when you know, you know, like that's how I know that I'm an introvert and I just get energized off of being alone. So I, I need to stop that ramble. I was, I was going to talk about so many more things. Um, anyway, I survived the five hour drive to the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. I am now in Hampton Inn. And then tomorrow I will be on my merry way to New York city and yes, I did leave on in the middle of the day on a Friday just so I could get to go see some of my friends on a Saturday tomorrow. I have not been to a get together, like a, even a safe get together of a group of people in a very long time. And I have not had a drink in a very long time. So yeah, cheers to that because I cannot freaking wait. Um, let's see. What else did I have on my plate? What else did I want to talk about tonight? Um, okay, a couple of little... Oh my god, what are all these noises happening? I hate this. Every time I swear every time something makes a noise I'm like, <gasps> "What's that? What's that?" I really thought I liked staying in hotels alone, but now I'm starting to think no. Um, okay. A few what are they called? Not PR. What's it called? Um, pu -pu 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 -pu. not public relations. Oh my god, what is it called? Pop culture. Oh my god. Oh my god. I need to go to bed. A few little pop culture topics to talk about. My boyfriend called me on the drive and gave me a little update on the pop culture bachelor scene because I guess he saw it in some breaking news thing or something. Did y'all hear that Cassie Randolph filed a restraining order on Colton Underwood? A restraining order. And she claimed that he was stalking her. So she broke up with him. And in the restraining order, because I guess it's public information, like pub public documents, in the, in the document, she claims that 
he was stalking her after she broke up with him he would drive to her parents house and like park outside and sit outside in the driveway um he would drive and her parents house was like in Huntington Beach like it was not in Los Angeles like he had to drive out of his way to go to her parents house he would drive to her apartment building and just drive around the parking lot park in there sit in there for a while he would walk up and down the alleyway outside of her window at her apartment and I think that is so fucking creepy and I know I know that he's probably heartbroken because you guys remember from if you guys watch Colton season you know what I'm talking about like you could tell that Colton was so into her and was just like on like he basically begged for her to stay he was like I will dump all these other bitches you are the one and she was still like eh, I don't know I don't feel like I don't know if this is gonna work and then he somehow convinced her and I always thought that they had a really cute relationship but in the back of my mind I was always like I don't feel like Cassie's fully in it like I feel like Colton would have gone to the ends of the earth for her and she was just kind of like thanks thanks for going to the ends of the earth for me (laughs) I don't know I just I don't think she was in it and so I wasn't surprised to hear that they broke up I was sad because sorry my voice is like getting to that point where I'm so tired it's like raspy um but I was sad because I don't I wanted them to work for his sake I wanted them to work but I think in the back of my head and in the back of all of our heads we knew that Cassie was not in it for the long haul she just wasn't she and she tried she tried to make it work but she's young she has goals she is driven and she has the world the world is her oyster I'm pretty sure she's younger than me like go experience life and if you're if you don't know that he's the one then go meet some other people see what's up out there so I feel like that's where she was kind of coming from and I can also see her being that kind of girl that's just focused on school and her career right now and not necessarily maybe he was looking into more like they would get engaged soon and stuff like that so but I did see he lost a bunch of weight recently like it looked like almost like 20 pounds like he looks so lean he looks super sexy I am not gonna lie about that but I was wondering if it was because of the breakup and he was maybe a bit depressed and like wasn't eating or working out or something I don't know and I know we shouldn't speculate about each other's bodies like that's totally not I'm not judging anyone I think he looks great no matter what but I'm hoping it's not because he's depressed about the breakup because that would suck and that's always sad and hard so Anyway, that was my little uh, pop culture update. I want to know what your guys' thoughts were on that because I personally was a bit shocked to hear that he went to crazy town and started stalking her and like walking around outside of her apartment and stuff. But at the same time, you guys like can't you kind of see it? Like, can't you kind of see the crazy in Colton? Like, think about his season and how bad he wanted Cassie. Like, he jumped over a flipping, like, 10-foot fence to go get her. Like, he would do that to stalk her, too. You know, he's jumping over fences to stalk her. Um, Another little, I keep wanting to say PR update, a pop culture update, Um, you know, in my world. Because I am now basically TikTok famous I'm just kidding (laughs) I couldn't even like say that with a straight face I'm literally so stupid so my sisters make fun of me because I'm 25 years old and I'm on TikTok and I was my goal this whole entire time has just been you know try to make a TikTok that goes like semi-viral and I feel like viral is an ambiguous term that we should like really define a bit more but I feel like I kind of did it like I kind of feel like I might have gone viral-ish because guess what y'all I hit 40,000 views on one of my TikToks and I'm not just saying that 
to brag. I'm saying that because I'm 25 years old and I got 40,000 views on TikTok and that just kind of makes me feel like I'm one of the Gen Zers. And I know as a 25 year old, we don't really know for sure which category we fall into. I feel like I have my mature friends who are like, oh, we're definitely millennials. And then there's girls like me that have younger sisters and I've just been around younger people because I was the oldest child. And so I'm more exposed to like, I don't know, they just... I feel like my sisters teach me about Gen Z things and then I partake in some of those things with them. But then I also partake in like some millennial things with my millennial friends. And so I definitely feel like I am my own generation. I'm a millennial Z. And so I just don't know quite where I fit in in that. But I, as I'm a potential millennial, I was really proud that I got some Gen Z views. <laughs> anyway, also Noah Beck liked two of my TikToks and I kind of wanted to die inside in the, in the best way, you know, in, in the best way. Um, if you don't follow me on TikTok, I would highly recommend that you do so because I would just, I would really love it. Um, you can go follow me at Olive M L A G, Olive M Lag, O L I V E M L A G. That is my TikTok handle and I feel like, you know, I only have 60 followers, but once I posted that 40,000 um, K view, wait, 40, 40K, <laughs> oh my god, I need to go to bed. Once I posted that TikTok that got 40,000 views, my views on my other videos started kind of blowing up more so that my next video got like 2,000, which I know is nothing in comparison, but let me say, bitch, before that, I was getting like 100 views on my TikTok. So I was, I'm proud. I was proud to hit the thousands that my next one got 2,000. Then my next one after that got like, I think maybe almost 7,000. And then my one after that, I think got like 1,000. So we're on a downward trend, but we're still like technically on an upward trend from where we started with like three views. So I'm pretty proud of myself and my TikToks are so cringe, so embarrassing. Don't make fun of me, but you should follow me and I will definitely follow you back. Okay. I need to shut up. I need to go to bed. Wish me luck on my five-hour drive tomorrow to New York. And I will definitely make sure to post about any apartments that I tour if I tour any because I feel like that's so fun to see what the real estate is like up in New York City. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I love all of you loyal followers who have been actually listening to my podcast. I know we're in a bit of a downward trend right now because I've been running out of things to talk about because not much is happening in my life. But... I'm I'm going to be sure to, you know, at least keep it up for the next. I think we've got like five or six more episodes and we, we can make it. I've got a couple of more guests who are going to come on and it'll be fun. So thank you guys for sticking around for the long haul. I love you all so much and I will talk to you next week. Bye.